When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Blaze Radio Network. And now, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. So 1,400 union members went on strike October 5th. Cereal plants, Kellogg cereal plants in Michigan, Nebraska, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, all had their contracts expired and they wanted to talk. We want an upgrade to our contract. Okay, here's one. No, nope, that's not good enough. Okay, here's one. Yeah, no, that's not good enough. Um, okay, okay well, here's here's one. Yeah, nope, that one's not good enough. Well, we still want a better contract. You know what? No. How about no? We're going to just go ahead and hire replacements for you. You no longer work here. Have a nice day. Wow! Now, they already have replacement workers working, so Kellogg's is still cranking out the cereal. Don't worry about it. I know, you know, supply chain shortages and all. Kellogg's is like, oh, bring in some bring in some workers and we'll let them do it. But they say we're going to hire all new people, and I don't know if it's going to go to all or some of the people that are already the replacement workers. I would guess that's probably the case. But the 1,400 union workers, oh, bye-bye. I mean, I don't. I want to be on Kellogg's side because it's like, come on now, you know we're we 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 made all these concessions, but I'm sure that the union would say those concessions aren't good enough, and I don't want people to lose their jobs. But at some point, don't you have to say, whoa, whoa, hey, union, um, how about we just take this last offer and keep our jobs? Nope. Bye bye. Welcome to chewing the fat. So if you were trying to watch Amazon yesterday and you couldn't get it to load or it was just, you know, slow loading, uh, they did have some problems. Their web services cloud servers were causing slow loading or failures for significant chunks of the Internet. Isn't that the... I mean, the guy that's in charge of Amazon now, that was what he was in charge of before Bezos gave him the the CEO gig. So the new guy, you better hop sing on it, man. He's not doing well. Uh, when people go to Amazon, they expect it to load. But although I watched, I was watching Amazon Prime yesterday afternoon for a little while. I'm hooked on a new show. Uh, they They announced that the new season of Hannah was out and you know it comes on a uh, new when you log into prime and i was like oh you know i never watched any of that so this was like their third season so i started watching from season one not bad not bad I'll, I'll let you know you know i'm i'm about five or six in from the first season i don't know how many episodes they have probably you know seven to ten tops and uh it's okay i really enjoyed the first couple and then it kind of slowed down. I'm like, okay, let's 
let's pick up the pace a little. So hopefully they're laying the groundwork now for some more good deaths and some killing scenes that I want. Because <laughs> if we're only going to break down of the struggle she's having as a young girl, I got it. Kill somebody. Anyway, that's just me. But it was it worked fine. So, you know, I guess my area, part of the Amazon Web Services, AWS, cloud serving, slow loading, wasn't good, wasn't significant enough. We were fine. No problem. Maybe it's just because I'm on that 5G. Although I don't think I'm on 5G for Amazon. I think I'm only on 5G on my phone because I get my internet at the house, not through T-Mobile. And by the way. Now that I'm thinking, I just looked at the bill that I have to pay for just internet. I'll just say I was unhappy. (laughs) I think I'm going to start watching all shows on my phone. Yeah. Hey, Jeff, how about that 60-inch TV you got? Yeah, it looks great, doesn't it? Yeah. Here's my phone. I'm going to go ahead and just mirror it to the TV. Oh, it's just anyway. If you had problems with Amazon, it should probably be fixed now. Guessing shouldn't be a problem. If it is, the new guy's got to (laughs) go. Okay, so speaking of going, I'm getting tired of hearing about recalls of products. What the hell is going on in America? I'm serious. Now, I just see a story about hundreds of thousands of pounds, hundreds of thousands of pounds of ham and pepperoni recalled because of listeria concerns. I I don't even care what that because of. Why are we? I mean, what is going on? It's a lack of union workers, Jeff. Oh, okay. Never mind. I mean, <laughs> I mean that's a kind of a good argument for union workers. <laughs> so the recall applies to 17 products that were produced on various dates and shipped to retail locations across the country. Oh, okay. Now, don't forget that uh, if you were to, you know, contract listeria, or listerosis, you can uh, have a wide range of symptoms. <laughs> Fever, headache, stiff neck, muscle aches, and my favorite, others. No, not, no, the cough is what I was, not that. I don't, <laughs> holy cow, now the cough might bring on that. I mean, it might go the other way. You do not want the recall, man. You do not want this. It is from the Michigan-based company, too. 234,391 pounds of ham and pepperoni products. Holy cow. Yeah. No. Well, first, we're, this cannot. We, this has to stop. If it's the lack of union workers, then we need to get it fixed. Kellogg's, you might want to rethink the firing of your union employees because you don't I know they gave you the long list and range of symptoms but you don't want the others <laughs> right you do not want that man I'm sorry no speaking of you know possible issues from food <laughs> did you hear that jack in the box 
is buying Del Taco for $575 million. That's, I mean, I know that's a lot of money, but it seems like it would be more. Right? I mean, it just feels like it should be more than $575 million. I'm sure Del Taco feels that way, too. It can always be more. That's what she said. No, I mean, just it can always be more. You know that. So the deal is expected to close early next year, so sometime in the first couple of months of next year. And I know that I thought Taco Bell bought another restaurant, another taco place a while ago. And then that kind of, well, I don't know that it fell through, but it really didn't work out well. So maybe, I mean, they Jack in the Box wants to get into tacos, man. Uh, and so they're doing it, darn it. We're getting into tacos one way or another. <laughs> so the casual Mexican chain Quidoba announced it was going to sell in 2000 yeah that's what they bought in 2003 a while ago and then in 2000 sometime in the tens somewhere in the tens they decided to hey no have a nice day we'll take care so del taco is now part of jack in the box so what a great time man you can stop by jack in the box and get yourself a jack in the box does that mean the stupid white ball guy you know the jack and jack in the box mascot will now have a taco with him too i don't know so wow restaurant brands international jack is one of many restaurant chains expanding its portfolio restaurant brands international which owns burger kings popeyes and tim hortons oh yeah they're buying firehouse subs and Johnny Rockets and Fat Burger owner Fat Brands. Why are they not a sponsor of the sponsor of this show? Why does Fat Brands not advertise on chewing the fat? Look, Fat, look. They're announcing they're going to buy Native Grill and Wing. I've never seen or been to a Native Grill and Wing. While Burger Fi is buying Anthony's coal-fired pizza and wings. I mean, it's all just big one happy family of cluster of restaurants. and Just be happy with what you get, okay? Can I help you with that? Yeah, I'd like a burger and a fries and shake and eight tacos, please. Okay, thank you. Just incredible. So... If you've actually been to a jack-in-the-box, you'd know that we already sell tacos. You don't have to ask for, hey, aren't you guys selling tacos now? I mean, who doesn't know that, right? I, I'm trying to remember if I've ever actually been to a jack-in-the-box. So I don't think I have. I see them because they are here in Texas. So if I've been to a jack-in-the-box, I don't think I have, which would explain why I asked if they had tacos now and come to find out they already do. So maybe they're just upgrading. They're tired of the tacos they were making. We needed some tacos. Get Del Taco in here. Give them half a billion and we're going to get some tacos in here. Okay? All right, good. Thank you. Please pull up. Second window. Okay. So by now, you've probably seen at least a thousand gift guides for holiday season gifts for moms gifts for guys gifts for your neighbors cousins dog 
You can study all those gifts and shop at 10 different places or even 20 different places. Or you could start your shopping at Raycon and get a gift everyone will use. Raycon wireless earbuds. I I love my work buds. And, I, you know, I have the smaller pair, just the Raycon regular earbuds, but the Raycon work buds are awesome. And... It's amazing that there are times during the day when you just want to, I don't know, get away from outside noise. And that's when the Raycon earbuds come in uh, handy. The Raycon wireless earbuds are just awesome. I mean, they give you amazing audio quality wherever you go, whether you use them to pump up, wind down, to work. Some may use it to work out. I don't understand that concept, but I can understand wanting to wear the Raycon wireless earbuds. They'd be useful for anyone on your list, that's for sure, and even better for you if you don't have a pair yet. They start at half the price of other premium audio auto brands. Auto brands? It's these Raycon wireless earbuds, just to be clear, are not cars. All right? They're different audio brands they're half the price of other premium audio brands and with their latest model you get three sound profiles to make sure everything you're listening to sounds its best it's just the right amount of bass well it just makes everything sound that much better raycons are available in five stylish colors so you can pick a perfect one for everyone on your list free shipping and returns so it makes gifting even easier the holidays are coming up faster than you think. Now is the time to knock out that gift list and avoid the last-minute shopping scramble, especially because right now, you, Chewing the Fat listeners, we're going to get 15% off site-wide with the code HOLIDAY at buyraycon.com slash jeffy go to buyraycon.com slash jeffy use the code holiday and get 15 percent off your entire raycon order buyraycon.com slash jeffy now i've got a story about a homeowner that accidentally burned down his house in an effort to fight a snake infestation I know exactly how it could happen, and I'll tell you about it after we go into the break room because I need something ice cold to drink desperately. Oh, fresh one, too. Oh. So good. So, as I was saying, this Maryland homeowner accidentally, accidentally burned his house down in november which is oh my gosh uh, just last month um while attempting to use smoke to get rid of a snake infestation so i get it though i can see how it could happen i mean i told you the story before don't laugh i told you the story before at my folks house uh this is 100 years ago in florida we were out at uh we went to some event and we came back and we pulled in the driveway and as I turned into the driveway this huge spider web was between the the yard light and the tree in the yard and I mean it was huge it was monstrous 
And, you know, I even I stopped. I backed up the car so the headlights would hit it again. And then I pulled the driveway, and I got out, and I said, i got to see how big this thing is. So I went in the garage, and just got some spray paint. I didn't know what it was. And I just started spray painting the spray painting the spider web so I could see it, see how big it was, you know, see what it looked like. And then I thought, well, I'm going to burn this. I was smoking at the time. I've got my lighter. I'm like, I'm going to burn. And I came close to firing this bad boy up with my lighter. And I stopped myself because if I would have done that, I mean, the front yard and the bushes and I was burning. Uh, the, the paint on the, on the spider web goes up. Yeah, I mean, that's what I'm looking at, right? I mean, I am looking at that. That's <laughs> You're hearing it, I'm looking at it. The whole place goes down. But it would have been an accident. I understand how it could happen. Because you're not, you're not thinking. Right, so you're not thinking that. I mean, what? <laughs> you're just thinking, you know, I'll just burn the web. That's with fresh spray paint from a can <laughs> and then the next thing you know i mean the whole thing is on fire <laughs> when you're moving out of the house you're done so that's what this guy he was using smoke to manage the snake infestation and the heat was too close to the combustible that caused the fire in the walls and the ceiling and the homeowner didn't know it at the time because it started in the basement so by the time the firefighters got there i mean you look at the pictures they're saying a million dollars in damage i mean the house is gone there's i mean it's literally to the ground there's only very little of the structure left and the smokestack you know from the fireplace it's like it's not a it wasn't a factory it's not a smokestack <laughs> what do they call it from the fireplace chimney. you know yeah the chimney yeah, that's what they call it. Chimneys, smokestack, chimney, same thing. But I mean, I can understand how it could happen. It's just something that, you know, you get overwhelmed. You know, you want to get rid you want to get rid of the snakes, okay? And you know that the smoke will get rid of the snakes. You just didn't count on the heat. Right. You just didn't count on that. <laughs> and you know, before you know it, the whole damn thing is gone sad did it work though i will say i was just gonna say i bet you those damn snakes are gone i'll tell you that so we've talked about helen hunt and the uh beyond three cuts to clown face for helen i mean whoa the last i'll never forget the time i saw her that i hadn't seen her in a while and the team the promotion came up for the show that she was on it was that stupid netflix movie anyway and they and i was that's helen hunt I mean, I had to rewind it. I had to go back. I watched it about four times just to try to, oh my gosh, that is her. So, I mean, she's had some serious work done. And you know what? Whatever. Helen, you want to cut your face up and pump it full of juice to make it a concrete brick so it doesn't move? Fine. Whatever. I don't care. But I can't remember if we talked about the car accident she was in. And I, I saw the headline. I'm like, oh, so that kind of explains, you know, the cuts to clown face. If she was, if she was in this a car accident, but then when you read about it, it was 2019, which no way she's reached clown face in that short period of time. It's taken longer than that to get there. And according to this, the car, you know, was involved in this car wreck, and she was uh, the the SUV she was in 
with a driver, which is Helen Hunt, hello, uh, gets tipped on its side. Okay, but she was fine. She went to the hospital and they let her go in a few hours. So she was, you know, whatever damage happened certainly had nothing to do with the clown face. Maybe the concrete got shaken up a little bit in the face. And so she had to get that tightened up. (laughs) It's possible. I don't know. I'm just guessing. But now there's a big lawsuit and she's suing for uh, she's suing for some money and uh the limousine company is like um no (laughs) it's not our fault we're just driving we got hit by somebody else sue them leave us alone we don't have anything to do with it but she's suing them for negligence and you know i mean does helen maybe she needs the money maybe she spent a bunch of cash on uh i mean clown face cuts ain't cheap I mean, you drive by those offices and the houses of the clown face docs, man. They're living a good life. So, and they're not doing that out of the goodness of their heart. I guarantee you that. So she was treated. They let her go. And now I guess she's, there was, there weren't any major injuries. And the police said that drugs and alcohol were not involved in the crash. But it didn't say, you know, whether Helen was, you know, you know, because she wasn't driving so she it didn't matter whether she had booze or alcohol <laughs> but i do at some point i kind of i mean i feel sorry for helen i don't know why it's just like dude what are you doing helen i mean i i like helen and i still kind of like her and uh, you know i appreciate you know some of her work but it's just like we we know you're getting a little old it's okay and guess what once you get to clown face and i know we've been down this road before you and i but once you get to clown face it's pretty noticeable all right it's not like nobody knows that you're it's like ooh, helen <laughs> easy baby okay have another martini and take it easy you're okay <laughs> If you keep that up, you know what's going to happen. You're going to get in a car accident and have to sue for negligence just to get some extra cash. Oh, that's happening? Oh, okay. All right, so you know about Texas and Whataburger. And if you're from Texas, you, for some reason, love Whataburger. That has to change, by the way. But I know that all the Texans, those those are fighting words. That's Whataburger. Okay. All right. Whatever. Okay, you just don't get it. No, I don't. And it's okay. I'm okay with not getting it. I'm not eating your damn Whataburger, okay? I went there when we first moved here because everyone said, hey, Whataburger, Whataburger, Texas, Whataburger, Texas, Whataburger. It was horrible. No, it wasn't horrible. But it was just average. Average. And same with H-E-B. We're supposed to love H-E-B. But then we're supposed to love Bucky's. We're supposed to love Bucky's. So I see the story where this TikTok video went viral. Hi, Jeffy. Hi, Chris. Take care. Oh, you're recording? Yeah, whatever. Yeah. There's a red light. There's a oh, red light. Put the mic there. lights on. Would you like the door closed? The red light means that he's recording. You know what? If it means you to go, yes. Oh, okay. Yes. I love you. <laughs> yeah. I love you. I just thought, say hi to the door. No, I appreciate it. It means yeah. a lot. Yeah. 
<laughs> you know, I got to tell you, Kellogg's might be right when they got rid of the union employees, man. Sometimes you got to clean house. Sometimes you got to clean house. <laughs> anyway, so back to uh, Texas and Whataburger and H-E-B. Yes, that was Chris Cruz saying hello. I don't know what he does here anymore. I see him post stuff online. It's silly. I follow him on my Twitter account at JeffyJFR. I follow him on Instagram, my Jeff Fisher Radio account. I don't know if I follow him on Facebook from Jeff Fisher Radio. But he's around. I see him posting stuff. and He's posting pictures of him and his kid and the wife. And whatever. I don't know what he does around here anymore. Anyway, so... Back to Texas. <laughs> and uh, so you got Whataburger, you got H-E-B, and Bucky's, And this viral video of, a, I think it's just a guy, right? It's just one guy or is it a couple? It's a family. It's a whole family. And they don't, they're at Bucky's, which, you know, there's another thing about Bucky's. I mean, I know that we're supposed to all love Bucky's. Oh, no. We will throw you out of the state, I swear to God. I like I like Bucky's, all right? I like Bucky's. However, I will say that, you know, there are times when you pull into a Bucky's and all eight thousand gas tanks are backed up. They don't like semis there. You can pull in and shop, but they don't have any diesel fuel for semis, so they're you know, screw off truckers. And I love the idea of the store and the millions of sodas along the back wall and the bathrooms are all clean and separate styles. And, you know, I like Bucky's, okay? I like them. And I like the little beaver nuggets and what I, I know, big surprise. What do you like the beaver nuggets? Yes, I do. What about the snacks? Anyway, uh, so I, I mean, I like Bucky's, okay? But I, you know. <sighs> Many people go out of their way to arrive at a Bucky's. I don't know that I'm doing that. But I know family members have, so it's okay. However, this I don't know that I believe. All right, now I haven't heard it yet. I haven't heard this family, but they're making a big deal that they were pronouncing Bucky's wrong. All right. And I feel like whenever something like this happens, it's not real. We're looking for that viral video on TikTok, which they got, by the way. So let's hear it. And and I'll hold it up on my phone for you to see it so you can you know get an idea of whether you believe the family or not. Okay, it's our family's first time at Busey's. We're all so excited. <laughs> Oh, look, they have birds this. that greet you at the door. All right, there it is, Busey's with the yeah, gophers. Yeah, not real, because stop it for just a second. So, I mean, they greet you at the door with welcome to Bucky's, right? Which she said, oh, they're here greeting us, but then they didn't play it. You know, she kind of brings the audio down, and there it is, Busey's. So, really funny. Go ahead. All right, there it is, Busey's with a gopher. People in Texas really like their gophers. It's a cute Christmas shirt though. And long drive, first stop is the bathroom. And look at all that food, that's quite amazing. Oh, nuts, 
gophers must have nuts. There's a giant gopher. Ah. He's pretty cute though. Oh, gopher shoes? Yeah. Yeah, oh. it's all. There's birds inside showing us around real. also. Ooh. Beaver nuggets. Why do they have those in? Should have stopped there. Should have oh, stopped at the, the at the gopher nuggets. I mean the beaver nuggets or whatever you want. You should have stopped there. Because it was it was funny and almost almost believable. But then I took it out too long. So not ever. Not ever. Although I wish I would have thought of it because it's funny. Fantastic, because you people, Corby, you Texas people, oh, it's Bucky's, and we'll take you out back if you don't love Bucky's and Whataburger. Ugh. Okay, it's our family's first time at Busey's. Exactly. No, ma'am. No, ma <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I mean. Texas freaks, man. Okay, it's our family's first time at Busey's. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. <laughs> so bad. How am I doing today, Gary Busey? You're doing great. Good. Then I'll keep it up. Right? Thank you. Just sad, the whole damn thing. All right. I'll, I'll go to Bucky's. I don't mind H-E-B. I, I refuse, refuse to give you a Whataburger. No. Okay, it's our family's first time at Busey's. <laughs> Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Okay, so I don't want to be the bearer of bad news, but this could be, you know, the earth could be over this month, okay? So we have the asteroid. I feel like we've talked about this one before. The, the, the asteroid that's purportedly the size of the Eiffel Tower, because everybody knows the Eiffel Tower. Yeah, we did talk about this, because everybody knows the Eiffel Tower. That's how big the Eiffel Tower is. Nobody knows how big the Eiffel Tower is. You just know that's what it looks like. But it's headed toward Earth. It's going to be here in a couple of days. If you're listening live, today is the 8th of December, 2021. They're saying here it's headed toward Earth. Well, I mean, it's headed toward Earth actually right now. But it's going to be here on December 11th. Potentially hazardous due to its size and proximity to Earth. Yeah, it's going to come within 2.5 million miles of Earth, which is, I mean, right there. It's, <laughs> it's 10 times farther away than the moon, but it's right there. It's right there. The asteroid is called 4660 
Neurus? N-E-R-E-U-S. What's the pronunciation? Amorphophallus. It's right there, 2.5 million miles away. It was discovered in 1982. It's shaped like an egg. Then why would it? It's an egg-shaped Eiffel Tower? Okay, whatever. It's whatever you got. All right. So anyway, the asteroid 4660. Amorphophallus. All right. So that's December 11th. Then we have a comet that's supposed to be at its closest approach on December 12th. That comet will be visible in the evening sky, specifically right around after sunset. So once the Eiffel Tower hits, you're going to be standing in rubble and look up and go, we're doomed. And this beautiful comet's going to fly by. Now, the comet is named Leonard. (laughs) I guess it might be Leonard. L-E-O-N-A-R-D. So that is wonderful, wonderful, good, good things to do. Now, its closest point, according to this, and what do they know, is 21 million miles away. So, I mean, that's a, we probably don't have to worry about it hitting us. I don't know that. All right. But Leonard, I mean, when you're standing in the rubble from Amorphophallus. Leonard is going to fly by and you're going to be going, oh, great. Another one. Now you're going to be digging out from Amorphophallus as Leonard flies by with light. Then we have another asteroid (laughs) that's going to show up on December 27th. So long, <laughs> right I mean I don't even know if we're going to be able to hear it I know we doomed is what we are you're going to be in the rubble of Amorphophallus and then Leonard is going to fly by and then you're going to have Fred. This one is called Fred. The end of the world, the end of the world asteroid is Fred. It's called 2018 AH. I call it Fred. I mean, the family named it 2018 AH. We call it Fred. I mean, you're going to, that's just going to kill. So we're just done. We're done. So you might as well. <laughs> the shipping backlogs may be not your worst worry come the first of the year you're not even gonna make it to 2022 i mean some might right i mean it's gonna hit and then you know by uh, the 27th and then by the first so long farewell right. it's not gonna be any old sign this year baby it's gonna be yeah this is the new year's song of 2022 yeah. whoa hey Whoa, no, no violence, man. I mean, you'd think if you were standing in rubble like that, you wouldn't be ready for violence, but that's what's going to happen. Pretty sure. Under the light of Leonard. If we survive, if we survive under the light of Leonard, we know, I mentioned on Chewing the Fat, my Chewing the Fat segment on Pat uh, this morning, for those of you listening on Wednesday, the 8th of December, uh, I, you know, I did my Chewing the Fat segment on Pat, and I talked about China's U-2-2 
What'd you call me? The China U-22 rover, which is up on the moon, and it's, you know, wandering around the moon now. But they sent a picture back that they think is a hut on the far side of the moon. Now, some people that aren't scientists think that it's just rocks together over there. I would like to believe that, you know, at least something is happening up there. I would like to think that perhaps, you know, Amazon's making a new show. I, mean, I, could, I guess it could be Netflix. Maybe it's being, you know, partnered, Amazon and Netflix. Amazon's taking the crew up. God. Weightlessness. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Uh, yes. 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 But you think about, think about all the reality shows that are out there now. You got, what, Naked and Afraid. Uh, dual survivor, ultimate survival, Alaska, life below zero. You know you've watched at least one episode of these shows. Mountain men love mountain men. I've watched multiple episodes of mountain men. Uh, Yukon man, copycats man, and then live free or die. I mean, those are great shows. I know you laugh, but you know you've watched at least one. You have watched at least. One episode of those stupid shows just to see what it was like. So that's what I think they're doing. I think we're filming. We're filming on the moon, man. I mean, and think of, I'm not sure if they need help, you know, working out a title of what's happening up there. I'd love to help produce the moon, the moon reality show would be awesome. I mean, alone on the moon, right? Lunar loner. Frontier moon. My spacesuit and me. My moon on the moon. Ah, huh? come on, huh? Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. No, I'll keep it going. Huh? We're going to name another show. Really, stay tuned tonight on A&E or Amazon Prime or Netflix or whoever the hell paid for this. Celibacy of the moon. Oh, yeah. Wait, that doesn't... No. My moon on the moon. Oh, yeah. Come on. Carmen line! Wait. Oh, Jesus. Where's the common line? I mean, that guy died. We got to give him his props. Oh, Jesus. Carmen line. Thank you. We lost him. He was the pilot. At least that's what we claim here on this show. Okay, so blazesocks.com. And I just want to tell you, just go there and get yourself some Let's Go Brandon socks, okay? That's right. You heard it from me. Let's Go Brandon socks. So it's a limited time. Available for purchase now through the end of 2021. Once they're gone, that's it. No more. Now some would say once they're gone... They're gone. You're not getting them back, okay? And they're only available if a certain number get pre-ordered. 
So if you don't pre-order right now, <laughs> they're going away anyway. Okay? So blazesocks.com. Let's go Brandon Socks. All right? Grown in America. That's where the cotton comes from. Spun in America. That's who's putting them together. Packaged in America. That's who's wrapping them in plastic. Or whatever they're wrapped in. And they're Americans doing the work. All right, none of that old China helper workers thing that they got going on over there. Who picks the cotton in China? Oh, yeah, that's right. The slaves, the Uyghurs that we're not supposed to talk about. Anyway, let's go Brandon Socks. BlazeSocks.com. And you notice I'm going to hold up my phone now so you can see the picture. But the one looks like a butt with the poop emojis all over the sock. Then let's go Brandon Socks. And it's supposed to represent, you know, when Biden pooped his pants at the at at the Vatican when he was with the Pope. There was doo-doo feces thrown all over the walls, the floor, the ceiling, and it stunk so bad. I don't know if it was like that at the Vatican. I just know look, that's what was reported. <laughs> so playsocks.com. Let's go, Brandon. I love that clip so much. I just want to talk about... So did you know that it was reported that Joe Biden pooped his pants at the Vatican? There was doo-doo feces thrown all over the walls, the floor, the ceiling, and it stunk so bad. I don't even want to comment. Right. No. Oh, no, baby. No. And I have to apologize now. I have to apologize here on Chewing the Fat. Put my heart on my sleeve for this, okay? I got I got a couple of emails, people, you know, questioning what's going on, why, how is this possible? Okay, so yesterday we talked about the death of Medina Spirit, the disputed winner of the 2021 Kentucky Derby. That, in fact, when we talked to Medina Spirit just a few days ago prior to his death, uh, we asked, hey, was the bethamethasone present from an injection or did someone just rub it on you? And this is what Medina Spirit said. (laughs) So obviously it was just a topical ointment and it wasn't injected. However, the reason that people were bummed was not because we didn't play a portion of the interview with uh, with Medina Spirit. No, I know. We don't need any more from you, okay? Was that Medina Spirit wasn't who died today. And I want to apologize because you're 100% right. 100% right. If any person, any being deserved who died today... It was Medina Spirit. So I apologize, Medina. And if you were you were still with us, I'm sure that you would say <laughs> So yesterday when I was talking about this story, I was actually I was really you know, I was I was stumbling a little bit trying to figure out the wording of how they had talked about how Baffert well, first of all, Baffert had 74 horses die in California since 2000. Now, 
And then I went back and I was trying to figure out exactly. They were saying, uh, you know, the way they worded it was really weird. But I finally understood it. It took me a, it took me a little while to get to it. But what they really mean is that he wasn't the most. There were two trainers that had more horses die in that time out of the hundreds of trainers. And they worded it like that just to make it hard to understand so that Baffert would look like he was the worst. Because when they then they factored in the races run, they factored in a way to make Baffert the worst, and they worked it out that he had the highest rate of the 10 trainers who had the most horse deaths with number of races. And it doesn't, it doesn't say, it says that Medina Spirit earned $3,545,200 in 10 career starts. Now, it's expensive to keep a racehorse. And I don't, I mean, Medina Spirit was a little bit of a hoity-toity horse. No, I know, I know. You were just picky. But I'm sure that it cost more than, you know, so three-year-old. I'm sure it cost, you know, probably a million dollars a year to keep Medina Spirit fresh. But I was wondering, and it isn't reported, and I may have to do a chewing the fat deep dive on this, if there's any, you know, chewing the, I mean, a Medina Spirit business frozen for the future. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because that's where they make their money, right? So even in death, Medina Spirit could be making some money. Oh, yeah. You know, another thing that probably needs to die and i don't you know i don't wish death on anything most of the time but i'm reading this story about a tree called the bradford pear tree and i originally started thinking well i love pears and when i was a little kid my aunt had a pear tree off the side of the house it was great i loved them they'd fall on the ground you just pick them up and eat them or you'd pick them off the branches it was awesome i don't think this is actually a pear tree it's just it's called the Bradford pear tree because in the early 1900s it came here to the United States from Asian countries and it became the ubiquitous ornamental tree planted in suburbs because it had early white blooms spring blooms made everything look beautiful except uh, they found out that the blooms smelled like rotting fish so the neighborhoods are kind of like um how about no <laughs> we don't want the neighborhood to smell like rotting fish then we find out that since it's not native the bugs don't even want it i mean the branches fall off and crap everywhere but the bugs won't eat it it just lays there and rots and smells like dead fish uh no and then you think, well, it's wood. Maybe we just use it for the fireplace. I don't think we want the house smelling like dead fish, rotten fish. No, thank you. You ever smelled rotten fish, though? I mean, like old rotten fish like that. I mean, it's it's really bad. I mean, you hear about it, but until you actually do it, it's really bad. There may have been a time. I may know someone who left some fish in a cooler once. And they lived in this apartment complex that had a, uh, the every apartment had a little storage unit in the washroom. And uh, this person, what an idiot, 
had caught some fish on a little trip and then forgot about it and put it in the cooler and put it in the little storage unit. I tried to tell him that you're an idiot for doing that. And then a few days, a few days later, the washroom man, holy cow. And I told the guy, Hey, that's yours, bro. (laughs) So, you know that he waited until the middle of the night to go down to the washroom. So nobody would see, nobody would see him. And oh man, I mean, I think what the guy did was finally just, I mean, hold his nose and take the cooler and everything and just put it in the dumpster next door to the apartment complex. But it took a long time for that. Because by then, the rotten fish had just permeated the wall. Oh, man. It was nasty. I told that guy's an idiot. I can't believe anybody would do that. That's what I told him. My gosh, what are you doing? So anyway, the uh, Bradford pear tree. Uh, I guess, you know, I don't know if it's in South Carolina. It's in Maine. We've got them moving around. But if you have an opportunity to remove uh, the Bradford pear tree, I would do that. Uh, and then really this was an, a story. It was talking about the Bradford pear tree, but really what it is is just a story to promote horticulturists. You know, people should actually consult horticulturists, actual horticulturists, and main tree experts, big tree, should be consulted on the advice, you know, for good ornamentals to plant. Okay, great. Tell you what, you tell me what to plant. And actually... You start smelling rotten fish in the front yard, you're probably going, man, I wish I would have talked to that horticulturist. <laughs> Get him on the phone, would you? But it doesn't say what you do with it. I mean, if it's smelling like rotten fish, I'm uh, not sure. Oh, I look. I Right, I guess you have to do it. You end up having to burn it. I love this from the horticultural people. This is why you should talk to horticultural people right here. If people have one or are concerned about its potential for escaping and causing problems to the ecosystem, they can remove it. But, said, and I want to give this guy his full due here because he's right. I wonder how he feels about the vaccine, though. Uh, but his name, Gary Fisher. Hello. Gary Fisher. No, that's not the guy. His name is Fish. This is Fish. So I guess that's his nickname because the story starts out with Gary Fisher. But then the rest of the story talks about fish said. So I don't think they were talking about the rotten fish. Anyway, back to what he said at the end of the story that I want to pat him on the back for. And it would be interesting to see how he feels about the vaccine. If people have one, or are concerned about its potential for escaping and causing problems to the ecosystem, they can remove it. But we're not going to tell people that they have to. Right. Oh, okay. Okay. You're going to tell us a bunch of other stuff, but if you want to keep that rotten fish pear tree, you go right ahead.
stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.